0: We are ready. Thanks. Good afternoon. I'm Mike Farnworth, British Columbia's Minister of Public Safety and Solicitor General. I want to thank you for joining me here today, and I'd like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional territory of the Lekwungen-speaking peoples, the Esquimalt and Songhees First Nations. This last month has been unsettling for British Columbians. We've witnessed gun violence in public spaces in broad daylight in different parts of the province. This morning, a gunman killed two people and injured two more in multiple shootings in the city of Langley and the township of Langley. This senseless act of violence is extremely disturbing and completely unacceptable. My thoughts are with the victims, their loved ones, and the communities impacted by this despicable act. These people are members of our community, and I understand that British Columbians are worried and fearful when events like this happen in our neighbourhoods. We don't net know the motive behind the shootings. However, with today's tragic events, I want British Columbians to feel assured as more info becomes available, we will make that known to the public. I want to thank the the Langley RCMP, the Lower Mainland Emergency Response Team, and all other first responders for their quick response. This remains an active police investigation and it's important that the public continue to assist them in this work. Now, despite these tragic incidents, I want to reassure everyone that the police work hard every day to make British Columbia a safe place to live and to work and play. Every single member of the BC RCMP and all our independent municipal departments put themselves in the face of danger. They work hard 24 hours a day, seven days a week to keep us safe. And their passion and commitment to public service is redoubled in the face of the types of events that we have witnessed in the last number of days. I want to thank you for joining me today and now able to take questions. Thank you.
1: Thank you. A reminder to reporters on the line, please press star 1 to enter the queue for the opportunity to ask a question and a follow-up. Our first question today comes from the room. We go first to Richard Zussman, Global News.
0: Uh, the emergency alert
1: was used. Will you be reviewing it all the way in which it was used in this circumstance? Uh, what do you make of the fact that in some places on Vancouver Island the alert was sent? but only the second alert, without a mention of Langley, that led to some confusion. And the fact that the alert only ended 3.30 this afternoon, uh, sort of lingering after hours and hours. So will there be a review, and what do you make of those uh, circumstances? Whenever
0: there is a situation such as this, there's always investigation, and there are always reviews. Um, the police were dealing with a very fluid and dynamic situation. Uh, they made, uh, they have learned lessons uh, from uh, from what happened in Nova Scotia uh, and in Vanderhoof. This is only the second time in the province that an uh, an active shooter alert has been used, uh, and so of course they will review uh, how things were done and the way they were done. Um, but the uh, the bottom line is this: they made decisions based on the information that they had. On the, uh, the the critical uh, ensuring uh, of public safety, uh, the area where the shootings took place is uh, a very high traffic area, uh, very densely populated. Uh, Commuters use it going all the way from Chilliwack, Abbotsford, coming through the valley, uh, and likewise coming from Richmond, Vancouver, going out that way. Uh, so there would be a wide ranging uh, uh, alert in place. Uh, and but as I said, uh, reviews are, are always undertaken in situations such as this.
1: Follow up, Richard? Considering, and I know RCP has um, clarified some of this, but I'm saying that it mentioned transient populations. Some advocates are concerned that these alerts won't get to transient populations because they often don't have smartphones or data on their phones. So in circumstances like this, will there be a consideration of changing the way that alerts are done and and feeling the heat that we're feeling now, what consideration is being given to potential alerts later this week uh, for the heat levels that we're seeing across BC?
0: I'll deal with both questions separately because, while they're related, they are they are they are different. Uh, in terms of the alert, uh, you know, the the, the police uh, have protocols in place in terms of when they issue uh, an active shooter alert. As I said, after every uh, situation, there's always a review done to look at how you can do things better, what lessons can be learned. Uh, at the same time, uh, these alerts are one tool. Uh, the police have many different tools and so depending on the nature of the event and the situation, they may use not only an alert, but they could be going door to door, they could use other methods to notify people and they are aware uh, you know, when they become aware, for example, on transient populations, that there are other ways of, to also ensure that they are, they are alerting people. When it comes to the, uh, the heat, uh, the considerations about using the alert for heat uh, uh, situations, uh, as you know, we've got, uh, we have put in place recommendations uh, uh, from the coroner's report in terms of when heat warnings and then heat emergencies are communicated. Uh, the parameters around that have been put in place by experts and they're based on both the daytime temperature and the nighttime temperature and they vary down around different regions uh, of the province. So, for example, in the case of uh, Vancouver Island, and the uh, the lower mainland, uh, they're based on a temperature of 29 degrees for a high uh, and 16 degrees for a nighttime for a nighttime high. Uh, in terms of the warning, it's over two days, and over the emergency, it becomes three days. Uh, in the interior, it is a higher temperature threshold. It is 35 degrees for the uh, an extended daytime high and the 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 uh, nighttime low. I believe is 19 degrees. So those things are in place, and those are those decisions are 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 what guide. The the experts in terms of when it is time to issue uh, an alert.
1: For the next question, we'll go to the phones. We are from Matthew Claxton, Langley Advanced Times. Matthew, please go ahead. Hello. Um, I wanted to ask uh, our local sources say that at least two of the victims were homeless. Uh, one of the incidents took place directly outside or on the grounds of a supportive housing institution. Um, the homeless are uniquely vulnerable to this kind of violence because they're so exposed. What can, it, what can and is the government doing to help prevent this kind of atta- these kinds of attacks on the homeless?
0: Well, first off, this is an ongoing police investigation uh, and the police uh, will be continuing this, no doubt uh, looking at every aspect of the, uh, the tragic events that unfolded uh, last night uh, and early this morning and then we'll be coming out uh, uh, going uh, you know, with, with, with exactly what happened. Uh, at the same time, whenever there 's a situation such as this there 's always one there 's the police investigation, but there 's always so uh, reviews done in terms of ensuring uh, what lessons uh, can be learned. Uh, the use of alerts is one is one way of ensuring that the population that, that people know what is going on at the same time, there are other methods in, in ways of communicating and contacting uh, uh, you know people in in this case determined that it is, uh, that it may well be uh, targeted at the, uh, the the homeless population. So there's a variety of, of ways in which the police will respond, uh, but as I said, we always uh, look to uh, learn what lessons uh, we can from uh, tragic situations such as this.
1: Matthew, do you have a follow-up?
0: Uh, the police have not
1: yet released what type of uh, weapon the shooter was using. What's the rationale for not releasing that when the situation is is over. I mean, the gunman is dead, and uh, certainly we, we should know if it's, you know, a long gun or a pistol or, or whether it was a legal or illegally acquired weapon.
0: This is, this is an investigation that is still underway. Uh, while the shooter is, is, is deceased, uh, the police will be doing a full-scale investigation to determine, you know, was there a single weapon, were there multiple weapons, were, what, what exactly uh, did, the, uh, did the, uh, the shooter have access to and did they have in their possession. So I expect in due course that information will come out, but right now the focus of the police is on the investigation and getting as much information as they can uh, to understand exactly what took place.
1: Our next question comes from the phones as well. Lisa Yuzda, City News 1130. Please go ahead. Hi there, Minister. The first alert came out 30 minutes after what police have said was the the last shooting at 545. And then, you know, six hours and 50 minutes after the first shooting. So why was there such a delay?
0: You know, this is a dynamic and ongoing situation where the police are dealing, uh, you know, they don't know whether they're dealing with a single individual or uh, or is there another individual as well. Uh, It's an active investigation. Uh, They make decisions based on on what is happening on the ground and the best information that they have. after the investigation is completed, obviously there is reviews to to understand how and why um, you know the alerts were issued the way that they were done. But the one thing that is is pretty clear the police are, are obviously going to err on the side of caution in terms of ensuring uh, public safety
1: Lisa, do you have a follow up Yes, and with the information that was included, especially on that first alert, well, the second as well, but the first alert there was many people who said. They didn't know what to do. There wasn't enough information there to say, like, should I stay in? Should I, you know, should I, I I guess there was some confusion about what they should do. And so do you think that there was correct and specific enough information to actually let people know how they should react to the information they were receiving?
0: The alerts uh, went out. The police made a decision on what goes into the alerts. Uh, they assessed what's happening on the situation. I think most people would rightly understand that if they get, they see an alert, uh, and they, the alerts are, and it's saying stay away from a particular area, uh, they will stay away from a t- from the particular area. Um, the alert was done on a broad base, recognizing that where the where the uh, the shootings took place was a very high traffic area with a significant uh, uh, commuting population uh, taking place at that time. Uh, from all the way from Chilliwack and Abbotsford going uh, uh, west to people going east uh, in that direction. So they put out the alerts uh, with uh, and then uh, uh, they made the decisions on what needed to be an alert and as I said, there's always reviews after.
1: And we come back to the room for the last question, we go to Keith Baldry, Global News.
0: Regarding yet another matter, the escape from the prison by those two bogus
1: contractors, why is not the correctional facility uh, in efforts to um, identify these people release at least a video still uh, of their faces of these two individuals or do they not have video cover,
0: video tape? there yeah. is this is a, a major criminal investigation involving uh, high profile escape from a correctional facility uh, the police are very much you know involved in in that investigation and there may well be uh, uh, legitimate reasons why uh, they have not released a videotape at this point and it's probably best to direct that questions specifically to them that being said I have said that uh, I expect uh, answers to those questions because uh, the public have those those same questions as, as, as I do uh, but uh, right now is, is a, a major investigation and the police are handling that investigation follow- up Keith further to that you
1: said on the weekend you were looking for answers and there was an investigation have you got any sense when some of those answers might be forthcoming? Not at this
0: point, Uh, other than I can tell you this is a major investigation involving uh, the police uh, on a high profile um, um, alleged uh, uh, killer and uh, the the police are putting all kinds of resources into uh, one, uh, locating the whereabouts of this individual, but also finding out exactly how it happened.
1: Thank you, everyone. That concludes today's availability.